Hi guys, thanks for listening to our second podcast. You have Janelle and Lucinia. Hey. <laughs> We're here at the Just You Wait, the Mother of All Advice podcast. Um, we want to thank you guys so much if you've listened to our first launch episode. Um, talking baby showers and mom, tip, mom tips. If you haven't, go to iTunes and the podcasts are all in there for you. So go ahead and go listen to that first podcast. Um, this episode, we're going to be talking about birth, uh, bringing home baby, everything you need to know. Newborn life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, newborn life. Taking it way back for me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, mom friends. Um, and then all the stuff that our mamas told us and now we're kicking ourselves in the butt because she was right. (laughs) Yeah. So that's just a little bit of what we're going to get into today. So um, let's go ahead and deep dive into hospital life and newborns. Yesenia, let's think back to that. Um, For me, it was three years ago, but 11 years ago, (laughs) 11. Oh my God. That sounds crazy. 11 years. The game has changed. It's changed so much. Okay, what to pack? Oh, yeah, let's talk about what to pack. Um, I didn't know what to pack. People told me kind of what to pack, Mm -hmm. like, you know, clothes for you, clothes for the baby, diapers. I think I took my whole diaper bag, like, packed. It was, like, the diaper rash cream, um socks I I put blankets I took a pillow for me (laughs) I had slippers I had my own shampoo I had so much stuff that I brought because I just didn't know what to bring and honestly at the end of the day I overpacked I overpacked oh yeah yeah yeah. because I remember when we were leaving the hospital and having to like get all our stuff and have my husband load it took like trips it took like two and three <laughs> trips and I'm like man I really should not have brought all that stuff um but I think I mean you probably agree because we talked about this the last podcast was the pajamas that's a good yes. must have number yes. one you want to be comfy and those hospital gowns are not comfy I know they make for easy breastfeeding but I mean if you get the button-up pajamas I took like the cutest PJs because I was like, I'm like decent, you know, (laughs) I mean, you want to feel good. You just gave birth. Um, and they didn't fit me. I was like, wait, what happened? I thought I was going to be skinny. Oh, no. Yeah, because you're, yeah. But I wasn't. News alert. You, you still look pregnant and you yes. still have a stomach. And I had no idea. So. <laughs> it doesn't go away. <laughs> I mean, I had to wear my cute PJs. They were barely fitting me. I was so uncomfortable. That's all I remember. Yeah. But they were really cute. I just look like a stuffed sausage. <laughs> yeah, you're not the same size you were before. <laughs> and it's hard to gauge it when you're pregnant. You're like, what size am I going to be after? The same size. The same size. <laughs> it does not change. Not right away. <laughs> and if it does, well, then good for you. Don't talk to me. <laughs> yes. So PJs are good. And also, like, uh, the the hospital socks are something that I still wear and I stole when I was leaving. Because those things are really, they keep your feet warm. Mm-hmm. They keep you from, like, falling they have like they have grips. Like yes. Yeah. And they're so comfortable. So I would bring socks, but a lot of the stuff at the hospital they give you, even though you pay for it, but they're gonna give you a lot of free stuff. So make sure you know, you know, they're gonna give you some diapers, they're gonna give you some formula if that pertains to you, if that ends up being your case. They're gonna give you that stuff, they're gonna give you the blankets, they're gonna give you um, you know, the sanitary napkins, the pads. That's 
Uh, let's talk about that. Uh, <laughs> the adult Panthers. Yeah. The, you, like, I think I saw Chrissy Teigen post on Twitter after she had her first baby. And it was like, I didn't know that both of us were going to be coming home with diapers. <laughs> yeah, and it's so, so true because <laughs> nobody tells you that. No one tells you, like, you need to go buy these huge Dumbo oh. size pads that you've never seen before from back to front that are going to help you and they're going to be like your best friend for like two months <laughs> guys it's been 11 years for me so i'm getting like all these flashbacks, flashbacks and i'm like oh my god how did i do it <laughs> man it's too much there's no modesty in the hospital there's no modesty whatsoever <laughs> and you're freaking out you're like what is happening what is this what's going on and the nurses are just in and out they do not care um i, I remember the the nurse the night after I had my child, like telling me, okay, it's time to go to the bathroom. And I was like, what? And her taking me in there and like, she like did everything. And I'm just like, okay, I'm here. (laughs) You're there. This is happening. happening. I can't be shy. This is real life. Whatever. (laughs) Thanks kid. I mean, they like strip you down. They make sure you go to the bathroom. They clean you. (sighs) They show you how to clean yourself. They get the pad and everything ready. Like, there's a lot of stuff. I mean, there's a lot of moving parts. Yeah, those nurses, mad props. They yeah, they see it all, them. and they don't care. They're just like, I do this every day. Yes, and I'm thankful for those nurses because they really they know they know that you know you're going through a rough time, and they they're there to guide you because you have no idea. <laughs> they're the real MVPs. Yeah, so to get you through it, it's difficult. Yeah, so um, talking about what to pack and um, going home and what to expect. So, you know, PJs, those sanitary napkins um, for the baby. I, I really just bought the white onesies. That's all mm-hmm. I brought. Cause I heard, you know, they're going to change a couple times a day. Yeah. Um, they're going to get stuff all over it. Like don't try to be cute because it's going to get messy. No one told me that. <laughs> I was trying to be real cute. With me, me and my baby. baby. <laughs> Yeah, I take him all kinds of outfits, and um, they all got dirty right away. They didn't fit him right. I mean, he's so tiny, but it's fine. It was fun. Yeah, it was an experience. But looking back, you're probably like, no. <laughs> yeah, looking back, I'm like, yeah, definitely not happening again. Not yeah. doing the whole shipping again. No. Yeah, just the white onesies. White onesies, some nice, comfortable extra large pjs for me that fit and that's it yeah 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 pretty much that's all you need (laughs) i'll make sure my eyebrows are done (laughs) yeah makeup yeah something to look a little decent there's a lot of pictures that get taken and it's you go back and you're like whoa yeah i looked like this and i see some moms on instagram and i'm like how how do you have a full face of makeup and look like that right after you gave birth? I'm like, oh, I need a redo. Yeah, I need a redo. I definitely need a redo. I need, I need the girl at the mat counter to come to my <laughs> and touch up all this. I need a makeup artist on call, please. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm good at my eyebrows are done. I don't need any makeup. Yeah. <laughs> my eyebrows are done. And then going home, um, I think what you should expect is, you know, for me, I didn't know. I thought the nurse was going to come, like, bring the baby down and I was going to be, like, wheeled in a wheelchair and it was going to be all magical. No, the baby's like, the baby, the nurse was like, here's your baby. You can't 
roll him. You have to hold him while you're getting rolled down Mm -hmm. the elevator. I'm like, oh my God, I'm carrying this child and it's, you know, I'm getting rolled. And, and then like we got in the truck and my husband's truck and like we got in him in the car seat and we were like, is this even like secured? Even though we had secured it properly before we went to the hospital, I'm like, this is it. Like that, that's it. Like they just (laughs) let us go home with this baby. Like that's it. Like we this is my kid. Yeah, we're we're done here. Like that was just kind of like whoa. Like it all just kind of hit you. And I don't know for you. I remember the drive was like the worst drive ever because you're so sore. Every little bump I Mm. felt, I felt like my husband was going 100 miles per hour. And he's like, I'm going 40, like chill. And I'm like, you don't understand. Every time you hit a bump, (laughs) everything seems to like (laughs) go everywhere. (laughs) Like I could feel everything. And I was just like, oh, (laughs) oh my God, yes. Remember that? Yes, I do. I do remember that. I don't want to. Good luck to all you. Oh, new moms. (laughs) (laughs) Just, just giving you a heads up there. You just don't think about that stuff, and then you're all hopped up on meds. And I mean, it it happens so fast. We're making it sound like it's like this long, drawn out process. It happens so fast. You have no idea what's even happening, and then you're home. That's fine. You guys will be okay. That that first night. I, I mean, I'm going to be one of those really annoying moms. My kids slept through the, through the whole night, the first night. I think mine did too. Yeah. Like I, I was awake staring at him. I was like, isn't he supposed to cry? Isn't he supposed to do something? Aren't I supposed to feed him? But no, he slept. He slept. That's mm-hmm. good. That's good. I think mine did the same. I think it was like an up every two hour feed, sleep, feed, sleep. Feed. I think that was the killer was holy crap like this is happening mm-hmm. every two hours on the clock like on the clock literally like 10.01 and then 12.01 he was up again <laughs> eating going back to sleep eat, like no constant sleep it was interrupted sleep that was like the oh shit moment gotta you know this is happening this is my new routine <laughs> I'm never sleeping again <laughs> sleep we miss so you that first night you're like whoa and it's also hard for the dads because they're like whoa what do I do like they don't know what they're doing you don't know what they're doing you're just trying to like survive so they're trying to find where they kind of fit in I know my husband was kind of like what like what do I do what do you want me to do I'm like I don't know because I don't know (laughs) I don't know what to do myself (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to figure it out too I'm like I was a single mom so it was cool I figured it out I mean I had to do it, but my mom was your mom. My, yeah, that. my mom, my family was a huge, huge, huge help. They were there for everything. But G woke up at six thirty. I fed him, and then he didn't wake up until nine thirty the next morning. Dang, G! And it's still to this day, and this boy does not like to wake up. <laughs> He's still lazy. <laughs> Nothing has changed. That's so funny. This boy can sleep. Ah, uh, that's good though. Yeah. <laughs> you got good. You got good. Um, talking about help, um, I feel like we got a lot of help from our moms just coming in and checking in on us. And I think um, for my parents, they're first time grandparents with my son, still are. And it was just kind of like 
you know, we don't want to step on anyone's toes. Let's see where we fit in. You know, we'll help. What do you need us to do? Mm-hmm. So that was that was a good help. You know, cooking, they'd come over and cook and hang out. And for me, it was just like trying to feel like normal again. So when they would come over or whenever Mark's, my husband's in-laws would come over, it was kind of getting back to a normal rhythm yeah. and groove and trying to figure out like, okay, can I just go take a little nap while you guys are hanging out here and just keep an ear out? Or, you know, can I at least go take a shower? (laughs) (laughs) Take a shower. So I can not feel like a slob. (laughs) Can I go to the store by myself, please? (laughs) So those things kind of helped. I don't know if that helped for you. That was really helpful. Um, Yeah, family was a huge, huge, huge part in everything. They helped me, my cousins. I mean, uh, family just was there hands on. My family was not trying to be mindful of anything. Like they were like, this is what we have to do. They stepped in and that's there's awesome. no, there's no boundaries in my family though. That's good. No, that's <laughs> so they good were though. there. I was there. Oh, They're like, here, <laughs> you need to sleep right now. We have a baby for an hour. They would literally wake me up in an hour and be like, okay, wake up. I'm, hungry. I'm like, what? They ran my life for a while, basically. That's good. Yeah. Just like taught me the ins and outs. And then breastfeeding was like a whole nother monster. Oh God. Yeah. I know. I didn't have a good experience with yeah. it. I it not. hurts. Um, yeah, it's messy. It hurts. It's it's a whole other beast. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Especially after you just had a baby and you have to deal with that, and then you're not sleeping, and then it's like a recipe. That's why you have to take care of yourself. Yes, it's so important to take care of yourself. Yeah, moms have to be so be selfish. This is like probably the opportunity, the moment that you have to actually be selfish and you know, speak up and say, I need a nap. I need a break. I need, you know, this, I need that, like speak up because if you don't, you know, it could take you down another road of, you know, other things that aren't good for you. And you need to take care of yourself just to be a better mom and to be a better wife. And this is the time to say, you know, again, I need, I I need an hour timeout. Yeah. (laughs) I need an hour for my sanity. Because, I mean, from my experience, I didn't do that because I felt like if I say that I'm tired, if I say that I'm having a hard time or I need help, that I'm not a good mom and that I'm not adequate enough. And I should be because there's all these expectations. Yeah. Especially the first time Mm because you think, well, so-and-so did it or so-and-so does it every day with three or my mom did it with no help. You know, that kind of mentality, you have all these expectations on yourself. So you're trying to make everyone believe like oh I got this I got this even when you don't and it's okay if you don't it's okay it's okay I feel like you know we shouldn't have those expectations as new moms you don't know how it's how your body's going to take it how you're going to take it and you shouldn't compare you know that I think that's the number one advice I would tell any new mom is be selfish mm-hmm. and, and don't compare yourself to other moms oh yeah if you have if you have the family or your husband there to help you, your partner there to help you take that help. Advantage, yeah. Yes. Take advantage of it. Do not. Someone offers, say, okay. Say, okay. If someone says, you can take an hour nap while I watch the baby, take your hour nap. And even if you don't have to take a nap, go to your room, hang out by yourself. Get a, yeah, get like a moment to yourself. I would just say do it. Yeah. 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 Yep. Um, what the hell happened down there? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> All kinds of things, girl. Um, I just remember coming home and just like, you know, again, with the pads, like I think the best thing that I found was on Pinterest and it was making the it's called like a mommy, mommy icicle pad. I don't know what it's called. 
but look it up on Pinterest and okay. it's basically you get the pad and you put like hazel what is that hazel that witch, witch hazel, hazel witch hazel uh you freeze them in the or an aloe vera and you like freeze them in the ice box so when like you go to the restroom you grab one take it to the restroom with you and you kind of like redo the you know you'll know no way you'll know when so you cool so those kind of things like I took that from Pinterest and also when I was at the hospital, they have this stuff called Dermablast and it's for burns, mm-hmm. but the nurse gave it to me to yes. spray and I would put that on the pad and this is probably TMI for like any guys that are listening. But if you have kids, you probably know because you saw your wife doing it, but and you um, should know so you can help her. Yeah. I mean, I have my husband run to CVS getting Dermablast all the time, <laughs> but that Dermablast like for baby shower gifts and what I forgot to mention the last podcast was, is something that I give to my friends in their gift because I like to give them a little something as we talked yeah. about. Um, but I always give them that Dermablast because I'm like, you're going to need it. That's so awesome. <laughs> so that Dermablast is awesome. Just sprayed it on there, put it back on. Um, and they give you like those ice packs at, at um, the hospital. So I took a whole bunch home too. So those are all actually good yes. too. But that Dermablast again was awesome. And I still have it <laughs> just in case, but it's awesome. And it kind of like numbs the pain for a while. Um, but that that's awesome stuff that, you know, any new mom, you're going to become right that down. Ladies. Oh, Write yeah. Down. But yeah, I Pinterest the hell out of that stuff because I was like, OK, uh, I feel like I should know what's going to happen afterwards. And I kept seeing these things pop up. I'm like, what is this? And I remember asking one of my friends and they're like, oh, yeah, girl, get ready. <laughs> get ready. Oh. But um, yeah, that's a good like two months. You're, you're going through that hell. And, you know, I see people on facebook and you know like celebrities and they post like in bikinis like two weeks after they have a kid i'm like uh is there not blood and stuff coming out you right now how and what yeah like you're not wearing what i was wearing (laughs) wear your mesh panties (laughs) but i can't i don't understand that why are you why how they're celebrities who knows how the hell they do it that is crazy it is yeah that that was a Again, it's 11 years ago for me, so I'm trying to remember all of these things that I can't. I think I choose. I chose to block them out. <laughs> it was that. just painful. It Moms was are like, painful. oh, you forget the pain. That's why you want so many more. I'm like, no. no. I remind myself. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> why I haven't had another one. Like, I will never forget. Never, never forget. forget. <laughs> I mean, as we speak of it, my body's just kind of like shuddering. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God. Because I do remember, but I don't remember the details. <laughs> but it was painful. You're like, oh, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> Just take that prescription they give you. That's my advice. Oh yeah, it's, it helps. It does. Is there? There would be nights where I would wake up from the pain. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Where it's just like, oh my god, what's happening to my body? Yeah. Why am I in so much pain? Oh yeah. It takes a while. It takes a while. Yeah, and that's why they tell you like don't work out for at least like six weeks because I think. We tried to take a walk. I was talking to my husband about this the other day. I was like, remember when we walked like down the street and like to the park and with baby? And it was, I think it was like four or five weeks postpartum. And I remember coming home and, and that night I was like, what did I do? My body was mm-hmm. not ready for that. There's a reason why. Like I was so sore. I was hurting. Like it was so bad. And that's why. <laughs> yes. That's why you shouldn't. So just, just be aware, like it's okay just to sit around and like recoup because your body, your body needs a lot and and, and it's going to need it. And I'm sure, you know, you know, we're just 
trying to warn you, but um, unless yeah. you're a celebrity, <laughs> think yeah. like that bikini girl. But we're not. <laughs> <laughs> so we had to suffer. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um. So let's talk about like things that are basically over for you after this baby comes. Like no sleep. Team no sleep. No showers. No eating. No life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're adjusting to a new life. Yeah. Your new norm. So you're trying to figure out where everything fits. I remember there would be days, like, it would be like 2 o'clock in the afternoon, and I'd have to remind myself to eat something. Mm-hmm. And you know when you're breastfeeding, they say you need to yeah, eat a lot. That's hard. You need to eat a lot, and it is hard. Because you're tired. You're yeah. so tired. And you're like, how, how do I cook something for myself? Exactly. When I have this child attached to me, I mean... And I say that lovingly. <laughs> <laughs> so lovingly. <laughs> but it's like, and then you have to eat healthy. At least, like I said, my mom was there with, my mom was with me through it all. So she was like, you can't eat fried food. You have to eat healthy because if not, the baby's going to have gas. Or you can't do this. You have to do that because if not, the baby's going to do this. And I'm like, I just want to eat something quick. Just make me something. Like, I'm hungry. I think I ate so much toast. 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 Just Toast. Toast. Toast and jam because <laughs> I needed to eat and you don't have a lot of time to eat and you're tired. I'm not going to sit there and cook a meal. Yeah, it's hard. It's really hard. So I would just make toast. Yeah, I think um, another thing I saw on Pinterest was having a basket and my mother-in-law would bring a basket full of, like she'd made brownies, she'd made muffins, she'd put like snacks together and just put them all in a basket. So whenever I would walk by the kitchen to get, you know, a bottle or clean something, there was always food just sitting there ready oh, to go. So yeah. So I thought that was a really good kind gesture that she did. And, you know, anyone that would come over and then bring food, I would always like just put it somewhere where I would see it and it was easy to grab or I would put it in his nursery, like on mm-hmm. the on the changing table. So if I was changing him or doing something in that room, you know, in the middle of the night, it was accessible. I could grab it while I'm holding him. Yeah. Um, it was all about convenience. Like you find these ways to, Make your life easier because you don't have the time. You're tired. Yeah. You don't have the energy or it's the middle of the night. And, you know, you want to bump around the kitchen, make a noise. And it's just, it's a new norm. You yeah. just got to figure it it's out. It's a new lifestyle you have to get accustomed to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's rough. <laughs> but there is light, you know, the end of the tunnel. I feel like in the first three, four, five, six months, you're, you're trying to learn and a little isolating and there's mm-hmm. days you don't see the sunlight you don't go outside you get cabin fever and you know it's just you feel like you're alone <laughs> but every mom has been through it and I know some moms say oh my god I loved it it was magical that was not my experience yeah. it was not my experience so know that it is okay if you're not loving every minute of it that's fine you don't have to love every minute of it it's hard yeah don't don't compare if mom loved it she loved it if you don't love it it's fine and it's okay to say that too and it's like, a, yeah it's to a, voice it it's okay <laughs> yeah i think how long i was like cooped up for i don't remember so wow i was that first time mom that was like no we can't go anywhere he can't go anywhere he's not getting sick I'm not, you know, risking it. So I think we didn't leave the house for, or I didn't with him for about two and a half months to three months. Like I think his shots, I was waiting for his shots. And so I was the person that was at home that whole time, you know, just 
really, really adamant. I'm like, I'm not going out. Like he's not getting sick. Nobody can touch him. You need to have your shots. Like that was me mm-hmm. just because I, you don't know. I was scared. And you know, you're a first time mom. You don't want to do anything wrong. So that was me. So we did, we really did not, I didn't leave the house for three months. So I left the house. I remember this now. I left the house um, in May. He was born in April. And I think I left like at the end of May. So a month was my first outing. And, you know, how Mexican moms are with like <laughs> all their beliefs and stuff. And I was like, you can't be out. You can't be out with the baby. Cover your ears. You're going to be in pain. You're going to feel this. You can't. She's like, you're wearing sandals. I'm like, it's summertime. She's like, oh my. She was having like a panic attack. She's like, you're not going to feel good tonight. And she was right. Oh, like, no. yeah, I came home and I had this like, horrible ringing in my ears because apparently you're supposed to cover your ears what is that i don't know yeah i've never heard that yeah you have to cover your ears um and sure enough like when you're out in public you have to cover your ears after you have a baby until your body completely heals what yeah she's like you you don't understand she's like you can't be you can't even be out at night. I don't know how to like describe it in, in English, but it was, it's like these crazy super, uh, superstitions. And, but she was right. Like I came home that night and there was like the loudest ringing in my ears. I could not take the pain. Somebody's talking about you. And I was like, well, she was right. Oh, how did she know this? So then after that, I didn't leave the house for like another two months. <laughs> that scared me. Like, I should have listened. I should have listened. Mom, mom was right. It's <laughs> so funny. I've never heard of that. I'm going to yeah. look that up now. You have to look it up. I'm going to call her so she can give us more details on it. Yes. More to please. come. More to come. Please. But yeah, so um, that's just a little um, peek into life, you know, before and after you leave the hospital and then coming home with your newborn and having that first night and then the first couple of months, you know, trying to adjust to newborn life. It's hard. It's hard. Like we said, Super hard. And everybody's experience is different and, you know, no two are the same and you just got to wing it. You got to find your groove. And something that someone told me, and it was actually another dad before uh, I had my son was, you know, you, everyone's going to give you advice. Everyone's going to try to tell you this work and that works and this worked for me and you have to do it this way and that way. He's like, but at the end of the day, you need to listen to yourself. Mm-hmm. And Very that true. was so true. Like I never was a person that listened to, you know, my own gut and my own like first reactions and just like listening to myself and trying to figure out what was the best, you know, way to do things. And no greater time was it was then when I was like in the middle of the night trying to like do this whole mom thing. And I was listening to myself and things were like going right because I just went by feeling. I was like, you know what? It feels right to do this way. And it ended up being, Mm -hmm. you know, a good thing that I listened to my voice and his advice was so on point. I love it. On point. And I was like, wow, like just listen to your voice and just ignore everybody else. And I was a person on Facebook, like, Oh, how do you do this? And how do you do that? Or should my baby be sleeping through the night at two months? And I had no idea. I didn't know. Yeah. And people would just throw you everything. And that's what's going to happen. They're going to throw you all kinds of advice because everybody has a different way of doing things and what works for them. And they want to help you. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, it's like. They mean well. Yeah, they do. Just go with your gut. Like you just don't know what's going to work. Just whatever sticks. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> to this day at 11 years old <laughs> really yeah <laughs> so 
So we're just winging it. We're just winging it. I mean, we're doing good. (laughs) (laughs) Pat yourself on the back. (laughs) So um, going into our next topic of discussion, we want to talk about mom friends and why it's important that after you have a baby, you have them. And if you don't have any and you've already had a child, um, you need to get some. If you're pregnant and you're the only one that's about to have a kid or you, you know, you see that a lot of your friends don't have kids yet. Um, you probably should get some mom friends quick <laughs> yeah. because they're going to add so much value to your life after you become a mom. Mm-hmm. Don't you agree? Oh yeah. Most definitely. Most definitely. Um, in my experience, I felt like those were the moms in like the wee hours of the night that I was texting or early in the morning that I was texting, like trying to find out if things were, normal or just looking for advice on things that I had no idea like that I was going to have to go through and experience or just like fevers, um, diaper rash, Mm -hmm. um, feeding techniques, um, like sleeping, any any little thing that popped up. I'm like, I have no idea. I don't even know. Even like you can't even go to your mom or like your aunts or your cousins for sometimes because they're so out of the loop on the on the game yeah they haven't had kids for for a long time so they just they kind of can't give you the advice that you're looking for you need someone who's like still in it or it's fresh on their mind so I feel like those mom friends were the ones that I leaned on in the early stages of having my child that um they were the ones that were like oh yeah girl you got this or oh yeah that's totally normal I think I text one of my friends I'm like that line on your stomach how long does it take for that to go away (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I remember my friend Paula telling me like, oh, yeah, girl, that's going to be there for a while. It just eventually disappears. But, yeah, it's still going to be there. I mean, still <laughs> so many questions. <laughs> so it's good to have those mom friends. And, and a lot of them I met um, by joining like mom groups at church mm-hmm. or through my son's preschool. I joined a mops program, which has been like awesome. I mean, we just do arts and crafts for an hour and a half. And it's basically our little mom break during the week. And the kids go like. They get taken care of by Lord knows who. The right? little old ladies at church. Yeah, no, yeah. the little old ladies, they take care of them. They let us have a break. You know, we drink coffee, we eat La Madeleine, and you oh, know, we do nice. little crafts, and that's our little break, and we love it. And, that's um, so nice. I met a lot of good moms there. Um, you know, even like sometimes reconnect with friends mm-hmm. that you've had in the past that are now moms. You reach out to them. So, you know, reach out to a mom friend. They're your allies. Oh, Yeah. For me, it was um, my best friends were a big part of like just being support. You know, again, I was a super young mom, not super young, but I was a young single mom. But my tia is actually a nurse and she mm-hmm. works with babies all day. Oh, so wow. I called her for everything. Like, oh, I wow. called her like nonstop. <laughs> Every hour blowing on up. the hour, blowing, blowing up. up. I even went to go stay with her. I'm like, I'm going to stay with you so you can see what I'm talking about. And she's uh, my son's godmother. God bless her soul. She's the sweetest. I love her. She was like, yeah, come come stay with me. And she she got me through it. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. She I my she's a professional. She's a professional. <laughs> you got that for free. Yeah. For free. For free. So it was, it was exciting to have her and all her knowledge available. She was my on-call nurse. That's awesome. <laughs> Not a lot of people get yeah. that. You got really lucky. That's awesome. Yeah, she's, she's the best. 
I still blow her out to this day. I'm like, Gia's doing this now. Is that okay? She's like, yes. I'm like, okay. (laughs) Okay, what are you doing? (laughs) No, that's on the way. No, that's on the way. How are you? Um, Other resources, um, my experience that I, that were very helpful for me in the middle of the night, there's this app called uh, Baby Center, and it's actually you sign up based on your baby's birth date. So you're in a chat group with moms who have babies the same exact age as you. So you go through the leaps and the weeks and the different stages of, you know, newborn and three months, six months all together. So there's moms that are like first time, they're all first time moms Mm -hmm. that are on this chat that are going through the same thing as you. So you'll see different like topics of discussion. And a lot of the times it was like two, three in the morning and I'm looking at these feeds and it's the same thing that I'm going through the same questions I had. So I could just click on it and join the conversation, Mm -hmm. or I could just like read the thread and see what everybody was saying to kind of, you know, gather my own solution of the problem that I had. But I felt like those, those um, chat rooms were really useful for me. And I think it goes all the way to like two years old or a year old. And I think at a year it was like, congratulations, you survived the first year. I was like, (laughs) yeah. <laughs> and to this day, like I'll go back to the app every now and then, and I'll see moms like, "Who's having their second? Who's having their third child?" I'm like, "Oh Lord!" <laughs> and they're going through, you know, it all over again. And then, but those those kind of chat rooms were really helpful for me. And then um, also like blogs were really mm-hmm. useful for me um, because again, you feel like you're the only one in the middle of the night. You feel like you're the only person that's awake in the world. And those kind of forums um, and outlets just kind of convince you, like, I'm not. It's okay. Um, this, this, I'm not the only person going through this, and someone else is going through the same thing. And it's a really great resource if you feel like you want some answers right away, or you just want to be steered in the right direction. Mm-hmm. So for me, that helped me. So if, awesome. if you're looking for that kind of support, that helped me. I feel ancient. Like, was that around when I probably was that around that? years ago? Probably not, but now you know. Now I know. <laughs> In case there's baby number two coming, now I know. Oh, Lord. <laughs> uh-uh. Um, advice, again, it's going to come from everywhere. Mm-hmm. Everyone has an opinion on everything. Get ready. It's all I have to say. Get ready because the advice never stops coming. At the end of the day, this is your child and you decide, you know, it's like what you were saying earlier, everybody has advice, but it's you, you figure out what works best for you mm-hmm. and you can just smile politely and say thanks, but no thanks, or that's cool. That worked for you. I don't want to do that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I just of, always say, oh, that's a cool idea. Maybe I'll try that. That's what I always say. It's mm-hmm. a good idea. <laughs> Maybe I'll try that. Uh, and sometimes you try, it doesn't work, you know, like it. It's just take it all with a grain of salt because you don't know what's going to work. Exactly. Yeah. And you'll have people, even your choice of method, they're going to question to and have an opinion on that decision that you made. I think that's so rude. Yeah. And it's going to happen. Get You know, just get ready. You can't have opinions about it. You just got to dust it off. I just, I'm going to be like really honest if someone's not asking you for your advice, don't give it. That's true. You know, like unless they come to you or unless that person comes to you and says, how could I do this better? You know, help me. 
I mean, unless somebody straight up says, like, I need help with your advice. I agree. Do not offer your advice. I agree. And do not take it upon yourself to criticize the way that they're doing it. Motherhood is hard enough. Don't do not do it. I don't, agree. Don't be that person. Even comments, I, I felt like for me, being in a state of postpartum, like, the comments for me really, like, pulled at me and, and took me to, like, a, a serious uh, emotion of, like, oh, God, I'm not enough. Mm-hmm. and it was just little comments like I would get questions like oh what time does he go to bed and we had a routine down so he would go to bed a little later because he napped a lot and it was just our routine and it was it, it, it worked, worked for you it worked for me because my husband worked later and I worked later so it was like the only time we got to see with them quality time whatever be with him and um I got a comment that was like oh man that's really late my kids are in bed by six forty-five, and like this whole like tumbleweed of like all these comments and I was just like am I doing it wrong like it made me question myself and I know better now like Mm -hmm. that has nothing to do with me it has everything to do with them and that works for them and I and I felt judged and I I know now better like don't do that to somebody else and and if anybody has a comment about what you do like they have no idea they don't know what you go through at all exactly it's your own experience so like that's a good uh, rule of thumb in life so don't give advice if you're they're not asking you for it right and like especially for me i was i was 20 years old and on top of that i was a single mother so i got all kinds of comments and advice thrown at me and at the end of the day it was kind of you know i have a very different attitude so i was like i didn't ask you yeah. And I, I and I would tell them I didn't ask you like thank you but I didn't ask and me and my baby are fine yeah. you know and if I do need help I will make sure to ask for help from the people that I right. want to receive help from yeah because you knew off the bat like, exactly you're questioning and I'm not having it exactly right. and that's great like that's great that you knew that you had that voice you had that power to be like no I'm stopping this right now mm-hmm. that's awesome I, I, but I felt like I had to because being being young it was a lot of like harsh criticism with advice. So it was mm-hmm. kind of like, if you want to sit here and insult me, I'm going to need you to just step away. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to put up with like, it. I got this despite, mm-hmm. don't worry about it. We're going to be fine. Yeah. You know what That's I mean? awesome. People are so rude. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and, and nice. <laughs> and, it, and it's sad because it comes sometimes from moms that know better, that exactly. are going, they know how hard it is. They're having a hard, they even sometimes are having a yeah. hard time than you are. And they still have the comments or, you know, just don't know how to like zip it. And it's the best advice is just don't say anything. Just leave it alone. Just be like, oh, well, that's great. Offer, offer like. Words of encouragement. (laughs) Exactly. Or just listen to them. Sometimes us moms just want to. Vince. bounce back off each other yeah oh yeah and just be like didn't you deal with that or they'd be like no but tell me how you're feeling or you know just be a nice person to new moms no mom shaming that goes into our next topic i mean i think that's like a a thing that people do without knowing it comes with the territory yeah your mom it comes with it it even comes from dads dads will do it too mm-hmm. i've been at parties where we're just having a conversation and it's just like comments and i'm like uh okay you should know better, mm-hmm. but whatever. And it also teaches you what not to do. It teaches you to just respect the game, like respect another mom, just because you know the struggle. Exactly. Um, and it's just, you learn quickly, like what a mom shamer is, because you'll experience firsthand. It's, it's a rite of passage. It's sad that you have to go through it. And it's sad that because, you know, and I think the internet is a really big, um, 
area of where that behavior comes to play because everybody posts things Mm -hmm. and they notice things and they like to pick at things. So, you know, that kind of behavior is, is kind of adopted now because, you know, it's, everyone's quick to judge and it's, it's, I don't think it's cool. And it's just something that comes with being a mom. You're going to experience it, sad to say, but I think what you need to do is just to learn to let it brush off your shoulders, just dust it off or learn to just laugh it off because you get mad every time mm-hmm. it happens, it's going to, it's going to bring you down. Yeah. You don't want to carry that, carry that with you because it'll affect you more than it affects them. Right. And in the end, it's just, it's, it's opinions. It's, there's no wrong way to do things, but everyone feels like their way is the only way and mm-hmm. it's the right way, which isn't true. So I think once you learn that and you know that there isn't a one way and that you're just doing your best and everyone's doing their best, you know, you're already ahead of the game. It's just, you know, opinions, it's just opinions. And it, yeah. and it's sad that we all have to go through it, but I, I know I've experienced, you still experience it. When you have a kid, it doesn't go away. Yeah. You'll get it on the playground. You'll get it in the doctor's office. You'll get it at preschool. You'll get it at happy hour and your kids aren't even there because the topic <laughs> goes know. to kids and you'll get it. Like it's just, it's inevitable. You'll get it from family, you know? Oh Yeah. All the time. It never stops. Again, family with no boundaries. <laughs> family. It's like, oh, well, you know, he needs a spanking. It's like, oh, really? That's the only that's the only mm-hmm. re- solution? Yeah. Okay, whatever. You know, you get things like that. And, um, it, you know, it's just something that comes with it. Again, you're a mom. It happens. It doesn't go away. Yeah. I love seeing those posts, um, like, on social media where the moms are like, my toddler was throwing a tantrum and the mom helped me or like another lady, you know, passing by helped me or Mm -hmm. asked what I needed, you know, encourage each other. I feel like motherhood is hard enough and we face many challenges that we should just all play nice. Right. Yeah. um, Be a good person. It's not hard. Oh yeah. And it goes a long way. Somebody remembers, I remember every time another mom has helped me or even just somebody randomly who doesn't have kids that's helped me and Mm -hmm. seen me struggling Um, Because there's times where, you know, you're at the store and your kid's just like not having it. And I want to just grab everything and walk out the store. And I've had those moments and there's been people, strangers that have just come up and said, you know, can I help you or just start a conversation with my kid Mm -hmm. distracting distracting them them because they know. um, And I'm always wary of strangers, but you know what a kind gesture is when you see one. So I always remember those kind of people. Or, yeah, you know, the, being nice to each other. Yeah. And it's hard enough. And if you and if you don't have anything nice to say, just walk away. If, that, if a crying kid really bothers you that much, just go to the next aisle. Yeah. You know, just leave them alone. Let them be. And if you're a mom, you know. Like, you yeah. know. Like, don't get mad about it. It's, you know. Like, I, I just don't yeah. understand it. It's just a hard thing to grasp. We were um, out eating me and my girlfriends and you know I only have one uh Gian so I have one she has three and they were running around they're really young they're running around and a mom comes up to her she's like you know everybody says oh enjoy this you're gonna miss this you know and she's like yeah people tell me that all the time she goes what's a load of crap it is she's like you're not gonna miss this she's like she's like just know that at the end of the day your kids are going to grow up. She's like, look, these, and she pointed, to, it was so funny because she pointed to her children and she's like, 
we're here now, you know, enjoying a nice lunch, having drinks together. She's like, I'm so glad I'm done with that. So she's like, I'm just letting you know it's going to be over it one day. Better, yeah. It gets better. But it's like, keep it real. Yeah. You and know? I'm all about that, especially <laughs> when I take, you know, like on Instagram and Facebook, you see all like these perfect families and they're like smiling or they have these perfect moments. And I'm like, my kid's not that. I've accepted yeah. it. It's fine. And I always try to show like the real side of it uh-huh. because it's not, you know, butterflies and rainbows. And there's times where I vent and I say like, oh, my kid today, we tried to go to the library and all this stuff happened. And you'll get the comments that are like, enjoy it. It goes by so fast. They grow up so fast. You need to enjoy it. <laughs> it's not happening more. fast enough. <laughs> I'm like, nobody said I wasn't enjoying it. Like, I'm allowed to say when I have a bad day. It's my, you know, I'm a stay at home mom. And just like any job you have, you're allowed yeah, to vent and say exactly. when you have a bad day. And if I can't do that, like I'm gonna go crazy. <laughs> and these kids are crazy. Like it's okay. It's okay. These kids are so crazy. Like, don't make me feel bad about that. You are not taking that away from me. Don't feel bad about it. But yeah, you get, you get those comments. It's like, oh, you really shouldn't. I'm like, uh, uh-uh, uh, don't come uh-uh. at me because I'm not. Happy right now. <laughs> I'm not. I'm allowed. I'm allowed. Let me have it. We always talk about, Joel and I always talk about how fun it's going to be when, you know, G is like 17, 18, and we're like, let's go out. I mean, not out, out, but just take them out and actually enjoy a nice dinner. And, um, you know, we're like, we can't wait until that day comes. Because even at 11 years old, if we we go have a nice dinner, he's like, oh, I'm so annoyed. Like, he's a preteen right now. So it's kind of like everything's like everything's annoying. Like, why can't I stay home? Why can't I just be on my phone? And it's like, because you have to converse with me, child. (laughs) Talk to me. Because you're still mine. (laughs) You have to be with me at all times. At all times. (laughs) Yeah, I just enjoy the good, and it's okay to talk about the bad. Is my is my yeah. mantra like it's fine? Talk about it because it's not all you know magical. <laughs> it really is not. <laughs> That's okay. Again, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> um, now we want to talk about uh, our mom. So Yesenia, I want to know what you learned from your mom um, that you've applied to your own momming skills with Jean, um, and also talk a little bit about things that you said before becoming a mom that you wouldn't do, like you swore up and down you wouldn't do, but you ended up doing it anyway, which is the case when you become a mom, there's yeah. all these things that you say like, oh, when I have kids, I would never do this. And then bam, you're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> that, the worst moment is when you catch yourself, when you're like, oh, I'm being just like my mom right now. <laughs> and it's exactly. like, damn it. Um, the one thing I can say that I learned from my mom and VIX, it really does fix everything. Oh, VIX vapor. Yes. I know it's like a, a thing. It's a joke to be made fun of. Like we all laugh at it, but it, it really does. VIX is a cure-all for everything. So if you guys don't know, VIX vapor rub is like the magic, magic potion for Hispanics. Yes. Like we use it for everything. So if you've ever seen the movie, what is the movie? Um, my big fat Greek wedding where mm-hmm. the dad's always using like the Windex on yeah. everything. So for Hispanics, it's, it's va- big vapor rub. <laughs> um, and I remember just being on a chat room and even like to this day, like I'm on a Facebook group uh-huh. with like the neighborhood ladies and like, co- co- oh, sorry, coughing colds come up a lot. Flu season. Like you'll see like, 
I don't know what to do. My kid has a really horrible cough and we can't get rid of the phlegm or, you know, she's really congested and she can't sleep at night. And I'm always like, vapor rub, put it on the feet, put some socks on it, put it on her chest, put it on her nose. I even put it in my Scentsy. Like there's a Scentsy that I plug in the wall and I'll put vapor rub. No way. Yes. With a little thing of water and it sits. So like when they're asleep in the room, I shut the door, they're asleep. Yeah. Um, When Drew's like um, really congested and can't sleep at night, I'll put that on and it keeps the room filled with vapor rub. Like the scent of it. I love it. (laughs) So I saw that on Pinterest. Again, Pinterest. Um, So I'm always the one on the forums that are like vapor up. And it's so funny to me that moms have not heard of this when it's just something you grow up with when you're a Yeah, I mean, I think there was like a a little can of vapor rub in every single room. Like any drawer I open, I can find some Vicks. Yeah, yeah. And and anytime my kid's sick, my mom's like, did you put vapor up? I'm like, yes, mom, I did, I did. Like that's the first thing she always says. I remember one time I couldn't break uh, G's fever and I called my mom and I'm like, mom, what can I do? She's like, I already told you. But again, it was one of those things where he was a lot younger and I was like, no. So I took the medicine, I took him to the doctor, the fever would not break. And then finally I gave up and I uh, rubbed Vicks all over his feet and put on the socks and his chest covered him up. Mm-hmm. Next morning he woke up, no fever. And I'm like, ah, oh, she was right it's again. Yeah. It works, guys. It works. If you don't have it, get it. And even as an adult, that's the first thing I oh, do yeah. when I'm sick. And it works. And my husband, too, he's like, you know, men, they're babies uh-huh. when they're sick, worse than yes. their children. And I'm always like, did you put Vicks? No, we put it on me. So I had to do the whole remedy. <laughs> and it works. Like, get you some Vicks vapor yes. rub. So moms are always spot on when it comes to Vicks vapor rub. That, that's that's a good tip. If you take anything from this today is go buy some Vicks. <laughs> <laughs> it heals it all. Yes, it does. It does. Um, so what are some things that I learned from my mom? Some things that I learned from my mom. Yes, the vapor rub too. That was one that I was going to bring up. Um, is just, and I think this was something that she taught me before I became a mom and what helped me through postpartum was always fix yourself up, put an effort into how you Mm -hmm. look because it actually, it, it, for me changes my mood. It makes me feel better. It gives me like purpose. So when I was feeling at my worst, I would always, my goal for the day was just to like change your clothes put on some makeup, do your hair. If Mm -hmm. that makes you feel better, that's going to take you very far. Like that's going to take you far for the day. And if that's the only thing that you do, at least that's a goal that you accomplish for the day. And that's something you can check off. So for me during those really hard months of um, having a newborn and not feeling like myself, just getting up, changing my clothes, not being in my PJs all day and making an effort helped me out. And Mm -hmm. when I would look in the mirror, I didn't see what I felt like it gave me like a boost. And that was something that I did before I had a kid, like just, you know, I never left the house without any makeup on. And I'm not a person that's like van, like into vanity things, but that makes me feel better. And I don't care what anyone else says. Like, yes, you can compliment me all day long. I love it. But at the same, at at the end of the day, like it's how I feel. I feel. And you're doing it for yourself. Yeah. I doing it for somebody else. Exactly. And my husband appreciates it. So appreciates it as well that I put that kind of, you know, priority of myself Thank you. And, That's yeah important. exactly so my mom was always like take care of yourself take care of yourself a proponent of that and always telling me you know well did you did you put makeup on especially when I was in college she was like are you just walking around with no makeup on <laughs> like 
what are you doing? <laughs> or the one time I didn't wear makeup, my mom was like, you went to the store like that. And she would always say the, the day that you don't wear makeup is when you're going to see somebody that you know, and you're going to wish that you had worn makeup or wish that you had like put yourself together. <laughs> yeah. And it never fails. Like I'll, I'll tell myself, oh, I'm just going to run a target. I'm not going to see anybody. It's eight o'clock in the morning. Oh my God. That's like the day I see like somebody from high school. I haven't seen in like 20 years. And oh, I'm the like, worst. oh, hey, yeah. like, damn it. <laughs> so she's always been, you know, the person that's like, take mm-hmm. care of yourself, put emphasis on yourself. So that's one thing that I've learned from her and that helped me, you know, being a new mom that I, I really appreciated and something that I'll, I'll instill into my my son, even though he is, you know, a boy and he's not a girl, I'm still going to emphasize, you know, the importance of putting yourself first, taking care of yourself you know, taking the the little effort into p- putting yourself together and making yourself look presentable. Cause I think that goes a long way. He can still be himself and do whatever he wants, but at least like put effort mm-hmm. and show somebody that you have respect for yourself. So they'll respect you. Exactly. Yeah. Be presentable. Yes. Yeah. Um, some things that she said um, that I swore I wouldn't do that. She would always do. I don't, I don't really know. There's just, I catch myself saying things Mm -hmm. like things that she would say that I say to my kid or I do things that she would do like that I noticed like she would do with my dad and I do the same things with my husband. It's just really funny and I'll catch myself and I'm like, oh crap, my mom used to do that. Um, Yeah, it's funny when you catch yourself like mid-sentence, you're like, oh my God, I'm acting just like my mom right now. Yeah, you're like, dang it. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. yeah, it's hard to like pinpoint. I just know there's a lot of moments that happen throughout the day where I'm like, oh my God, I'm being just like my mom. Yeah. You know? So it's a little, um, it's tricky. How do you not? I think it's just you, it's just learn, you mirror. Yeah. And I see that in my son, like he mirrors me a lot. So I'm very, I have to be very aware of my expressions, what I say, my reactions. Yes, you do. Because they mirror. And I'm a person like my, you know, my emotions, my feelings show on my face. I may not say anything, but it's written. My son is the exact same way. And he's mastered the eye roll. I just noticed (laughs) he has mastered it. And I'm like, dang it. That's something I do all the time. And I don't mean to, but he's mastered the eye roll. (laughs) Um, Jesus, smart ass. But it's like, oh, I'm a smart. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, don't, don't. And I tell him like, stop. And he doesn't even realize it's. It just comes out. He doesn't realize like, oh, I'm being a smart. He's not at the age where he can, he knows I'm doing this on purpose. Like he's just acting like his mom. So it's kind of like, I need to get my shit together. So my kids is <laughs> not like a smart ass. They, they think yeah. naturally they do that. Exactly. They I was like, it. oh, wait, don't, don't be like me. <laughs> be better. <laughs> I think another thing that comes with, you know, watching your mom and, you know, noticing the things that they did when they were mom, you know, when you were growing up and being their moms is um, superstitions. Like you're talking about your mom telling you not to go out and yeah. have your ears covered or whatever. Um, a lot of those superstitions carried from my grandmother. And so my mom would always tell me stuff like, Oh, don't put your purse on the floor. Yeah. Cause you're all your money's going to spill out for everybody. So to this day, like I don't put anything on the floor, like my purse, my diaper bag, like whatever I have, I don't put it on the floor. I'm like at restaurants and I see women do that. I'm like, Oh, like I'm scared, <laughs> for, them. scared for them. Yeah. Like I'm so scared for them. 
Um, just like those superstitions of like, you know, when bad things happen to me, like last week I had a bad week of like, I got a cracked windshield. Um, I had all these things happen to me, like bird pooped on me, like just random weird things. <laughs> but no, like I have this thing with Ojo and that's like a huge, you know, his oh, yeah. thing. So like anything goes wrong, my mom's like, oh, somebody was talking about you or, oh, like was somebody like looking at you and they didn't touch you? Like oh, that's, that's because, yeah. Or if something happens to my son, my mom's like, oh, somebody must have been staring at him thinking he was so cute and they didn't touch mm-hmm. him. And I'm like, no, but those are things that like I still hold on to because oh, yeah. it's just ingrained in my mind they're a big part of our upbringing superstition oh yeah Yeah. hispanic so that's something i carried on as a mom like i'm always telling my son like don't put that on the floor or leave that alone because you know i explained to him the money's gonna fall out he just looks at me like he's three he's just like (laughs) (laughs) exactly or somebody comes up to him and says you're so cute your hair or something i'm like touch him touch him touch him oh yeah because you know in our culture you know all those huge and it's all about touch. So if you say, oh, that baby's cute, you're supposed to touch touch them because it's believed that either they go get sick or something yes, bad happens something to them. Bad happens them. You wish, not wish that on them, but you just, you did it, You gave them all home, meaning you were envious of what they had yes. and you didn't touch it. So you gave them bad luck, yes. like bad juju. So I'm yeah. all about that. And I know a lot of people don't believe in it and they look at me like I'm crazy. But I'm such a big, like, uh, touch me, touch me, touch me. <laughs> I guess somebody compliments my hair. I'm like, oh, girl, yes, touch it, touch it, touch it, touch it. <laughs> I know. It's like, I love you. You should touch them. Yes. yes. <laughs> my purse, touch it. Yes. yes I was kid. If I like, when we used to work together, yeah. like, what cute stuff? I'm like, I like that, but I'm not touching it. Yeah. Like, touch it. Like, no, I'm not touching it. I want it to break. I want it to break. <laughs> we um, used to work at a Hispanic agency. So you can imagine, like, all of us would be like, you're not going to touch it. Touch it. <laughs> yes. And I'm always the one that's like, you better touch it. And I'm like rubbing it all over. You better touch it. There, you touched it. I'll be like, no. I'll be like, you know, walk in the office and be like, oh, I like your shirt. If I touch it, I'm like, no. Run away. <laughs> Run away. So yeah, superstitions. That's something I'm going to carry with me forever. And my son's going to know about it. And all his friends are going to think he's crazy because of it. But But it's all right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So last week, yeah, I was like all about the, oh, my God, oh, my mom's like, what did you do? Who are you talking to? Like, that, that's, oh, you need an egg. I'm like, OK, yes, I do. But <laughs> no, like I got the, you know, I got my car and then like the next week someone hit me. And mom's like, someone gave you a hole. Someone saw your car and didn't compliment you, didn't touch it. And now you got a hole in somebody that's wrecked only your reason. car. That's the only reason. Only explainable reason as to why someone rear-ended my car. Yeah. My new car. Yeah. yeah. Just like, you see? I'm like, what did I do wrong? Yeah. And even my brother, my brother too will post stuff on Facebook. And he's like, I'm sick. I'm really sick. Somebody gave me that ojo. <laughs> and, he, and it's so funny because he's a boy and it's like, we were raised by the same mom. Yeah. <laughs> because we believe, we believe. So that's just what you know being a hispanic like that that's something that we believe in and take to the grave <laughs> yeah so carried over from our mamas <laughs> um so that's the last topic of a conversation moving on um we're just gonna quickly go over our current mom struggles so i'm still dealing, dealing with the potty training um and i'm also going through like summer like trying to keep this kid busy he's a crazy toddler yeah. trying to keep him busy when it's hot outside and not having to spend all kinds of money going to Chuck E. Cheese and, you know, indoor places. Indoor places. And so um, I'm having to get creative and 
I mean, I haven't acted on a lot of these things, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm on Pinterest. I'm on like Facebook trying to find activities um, for my kids to do to keep them busy because, you know, you go crazy. You both go crazy in the summertime. Mm-hmm. And he goes to school still, but I feel like it's, it would be an even bigger struggle if I didn't have him in school. So I feel for those moms that have kids, multiple kids that are inside the house all summer and they have to keep them busy. So if you have any tips on like activities, things that we can do at the house, you know, water activities, send them my way because I'm always looking for fun stuff to do, you know, to keep cool and, you know, keep them busy. Summertime is always a struggle. Yeah. I think my struggle of the week or summer, I would say (laughs) summer is the same. You know, like I said, he's 11 now. So he's entering that like, he learned what the word, um, I'm bored. Oh, no. It's Which, we're there. I feel like being bored is not a bad thing. No. And it's like, I remember, you know, growing up when I learned, I don't want to say I learned, but when you get in that mindset of I'm bored. So it, I, it makes me sad that he's gone from being like so curious and always finding something to yeah. do to being able to just say I'm bored. Right. So he's at that age right now where all he's saying like, is I'm bored. Yeah, like I'm bored. <laughs> what are we going to do today? I'm bored. And it's like, you just like saying that. Yeah. You know, like we have plenty of things to do. We don't, but <laughs> you can't just be saying I'm bored all the time. That's my struggle right now is the whole I'm bored phase. Yeah. And I read an article, you know, I'm always reading things just to get ahead on stuff because, uh, and I saw something like that come across that said, being bored is not a bad thing Mm -hmm. and it's actually good for their minds to kind of think of ways to get creative and stay Mm -hmm. busy or even like being bored um and going outside and just discovering the world around them that they normally wouldn't notice because we didn't grow up with like the ipads and the iphones and the internet and the you know the cable and the Netflix. So they have all these things available to them that keep them somewhat distracted from the real world. That can be good and bad, but I feel like I agree. I agreed with the article and saying that it's not, it's not a bad thing. If they say that it's not a bad thing, it's just time to think a different way. When I was like, huh, I never thought about it that way. So I can't wait. I think for the day for my kid to be like, I'm bored. I'm like, all right, you're bored. Well, let's, you know, Mm -hmm. let's figure this out together. Like, I think that's an opportunity for you to be like, experience what I experienced when I was a child. This is what I did. Like, we went and rode bikes. We went and found bugs. We went and painted. I, You know, I went and visited my cousins. Um, You know, it's just an opportunity. But that's what I tell him. Like, go outside. Take Xena, you know, our dog. Take her outside. And he's like, I don't want to. I'm bored. But I make him. I'm like, go outside. And he does. And like 10 minutes later, he's like having a blast with the dog and his bike and the scooter. You know what I mean? It's just a matter of like getting them out of the rut that they're in. And it's the parents' responsibility. You're doing a good job of, you know, like, no, I'm not giving up on you. You're fully capable. You just need that little push. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm sure you see that in him. You're like, whatever, just go do it. Well, I'm like, hey, what books do you have that you haven't read? Or he'll start reading a book, you Mm -hmm. know, or right now he really wants a fortnight's like a big thing right now i don't know if everybody else's kids is like totally into fortnight that's I, all i haven't heard of it yeah that's like all that's going on right now is fortnight oh, wow. so he's like i want i don't even know what it's on i don't allow any video games in my house i'm like nope <laughs> so you can sit there all day and just like no i don't believe in that you can set. play with it outside yeah. fortnight outside <laughs> 
but yeah. So, um, all right. So wrapping up, we want to thank you guys for listening. listening. Um, and if you haven't listened to our first episode again, you can go on iTunes and download it and take a listen. Subscribe. Subscribe, please. <laughs> also leave us some feedback, write us a review, let everybody else know about us. Um, we'd love to sure. hear from you guys. Um, again, if you're not following our Facebook fan page, please do. Um, we also have an Instagram. And um, once you like our Instagram, you can follow our Insta stories. We'll be posting a lot more. It's at justyouwait.podcast. And also uh, we'll be recording more episodes for you guys, hopefully bi-weekly um, mm-hmm. so we can have more topics of conversation to share with you. And if you have any ideas for us, please shoot them our way. Any comments, feedback are always appreciated. you guys want to talk about yeah. talk about and learn about i know a lot of our friends are expecting right now too so Yay. it's really exciting for them and a lot of our friends are listening <laughs> yeah so let us know what y'all want to know um <laughs> yeah. give us a holler thank Until you again bye, bye.